Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Good evening. Ah. It's time for another one. Another edition of Ignore the Rant. And here we go. Weekly installment of just ranting and raving over this this weekend crazy. Or just potentially bitching. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. Ooh, I think this one's gonna be <laughs> ripe. Yeah. Well, contention. Lots, lots of rants. Uh-huh. <laughs> lots of rants in this one. <laughs> yeah. It uh, should be in, an interesting it, one. In some updates, by the way, with me being back in Georgia, um, I'm trying to get used to again all the welts that show up around my body without realizing that I've gotten bitten or it's just it's it's fucking weird after being out in Arizona. There are bugs here that are not in an arid climate. No. Yeah, we got bugs. We got I don't know. You name a bug. We got it. It's here. If it flies, if it buzzes. If, if it, it crawls, if, 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 it, it, slithers. if it slithers, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, we got them all. <laughs> In fact, that I've I've told this numerous times, but never on here. I don't believe that. Uh, you know, I went to college. I went to university down in the southern portion of this great state of ours, and I worked at the uh, botanical gardens, the university botanical gardens, and the guy that was running it. This was all during summer. Yeah. Uh, Summer break or whatever, I stayed down there and worked for him. Mid Georgia summer, and uh, the the director of it was going on a two week vacation or getting ready to go on a two week vacation to South America, and he visited with one of the local biologists or biologist professors or department head or whatever, and was just asking, "Hey, what what do I need to do, and what do I need to you know like get to prepare myself for this crazy jungle environment? Do I need to?" What poisonous stuff do I need to look out for? Blah, blah, blah. And I'll never forget the biology department head told the botanical gardens guy, hey, we're in Statesboro, Georgia. There's more shit that can kill you in your backyard than what you're going to come across in the jungle. And I was like, (laughs) oh, shit. (laughs) And you know what? Really? I believe him. Oh, yeah. I mean, down there you had gators, you had rattlesnakes, black widows. Yeah. All the. Yeah. All the death. Yeah. And there we were as just simple-minded, dipshitted, inebriated 20-year-olds just frolicking all within an ecosystem of death. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. One exception I might make is the Amazon, though. I mean, uh, I, well, st- I, all, I, all I'm saying is, uh, you know, supposedly uh, the Amazon is kind of, it happened because of us. I mean, as far as... You know, just cross breeding of shit. I don't know the the science behind it, but it just I do figure that that made almost supercharged fucking you know predators and shit. Well, I think the bigger thing is is that the biology guy was just trying to state a matter of fact or a matter of opinion in a form of a fact. In other ways, or in another way, trying to say you got nothing to worry about. You're going to be fine. Other, you know, in other words, I'm not going to terrify you to the point where you don't go because there's plenty of dead, deadly shit around here, yet you choose to live here. So a quick visit down and back, you'll probably be fine. 
because he can't really say that with full certainty because they're still finding new species of shit down there to this day. Right. So yeah. they're still finding new shit here. So to this day, it was just a swimming in the Gulf of Mexico. I mean, they, they find shit all the time. They like, they're like, what the fuck is that? It was just a funny story. Cause I remember him coming back and telling me that. And I was like, this is after you left me here for two weeks to pick and prod and pick up trash in this fucking, this death cage you yeah. got me working yeah, in. Go. <laughs> but, uh, I'm still here. I think bug bites are just kind of they're For me, I'd, I hardly realize them, at least the ones I get around here. Like when we went down to South Georgia. Well, it's because you live here. Two months ago. I mean, somebody comes and visits here and, you know, it's just like I was talking about, same way with Florida. You know, if you're you're down in Florida in the middle of a canoe and you're from like fucking, I don't know, Iowa or somewhere like that, you know, and you're like just sweet, sweet blood to them fucking mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. You know, new shit. Perfect, perfect example, two months ago when Arona was just here visiting and we went to our friend's farm in South Georgia, I still have marks on my legs from shit but, that But bit people me. like that can mm-hmm. wind up in the hospital from get from getting bit by shit here that we get bit by every day. Yeah. You know, I mean, so it's like a tolerance level. You know, depending on where you're at in the United States, dude, I put the U.S. up against any fucking country. We got everything, everything but elephants and shit like that. But, I mean, we got big cats. We got giant fucking bears. We got big ass alligators. We don't have crocodiles, but we got their brother. You know, we got, and they're just they're they're just uh, we, as nasty. Well, we got everything, but they're in containment. Yeah, but but what but I'm we yeah. got everything until the power grid goes right. down, and then yeah. it's yeah. it's on. And then when it's on, it's on. Yeah, fuck so, you, I mean, Amazon. But but you know when you talk about going to like jungles and shit like that, I you know I get there's probably bugs and shit there that can bite you and kill you, but there's bugs here that can bite you. Hell, there's shit here that flesh-eating shit. You can just jump into water somewhere here oh, in the yeah. wrong fucking little body of water, and it'll eat it, your legs, your arms, whatever the fuck it gets on right off. It just rained like a motherfucker here. Yes. For, well, every day. But <laughs> every, every you go day. hop in the Chattahoochee right now, Yeah, you're getting something yeah. if you got an open cut. Yeah. Right. Because exactly. anytime there's heavy rain and there's all the flow that comes down, yep. and there's just, it stirs it up. Yep. Whatever's on the bottom kind of percolates. Yep. And there's been numerous stories over the past, not, well, my lifetime, but more frequently over the last five to 10 years of people losing limbs because they went swimming. And that's why I don't fucking go swimming. Uh, personally, I would not dip a toe in the Chattahoochee River. I, I've seen things in that river i've seen things happen to that river with my own eyes yeah and it, that, that makes me never want to i've seen dead hogs floating down the chattahoochee river that was just and me it, that was just me and, hanging off of my tube taking a leak yeah you didn't have to look, you didn't have to look I mean, that hard. real I, dead hogs you know from a storm and oh, yeah. I, I can just, unfortunately say I've taken more than a dip in and, the chattahoochee and there, and <laughs> more than know, once people talk about coronavirus and all the shit that's going dude there is shit in, <laughs> they, they, believe me, shit there, in is, water. there is shit in your backyard. <laughs> if you live anywhere in the southeast of the United States, there's something in your backyard that'll kill you. So well, speaking of the Chattahoochee. It just hasn't been dug up yet or disturbed. Well, speaking of the Chattahoochee, you know, uh, we kind of put a little dam on that thing up in Buford, uh, Buford, Georgia, to create the, uh, the Great Lake Lanier. Which is the deadliest lake known to man. Uh, I don't want to know of any others that are more deadly, 
because it must just be sucking people off the shores into it. Because that thing, a lot of people drowned in it. A shitload. Yeah, I know. And it, and it makes you, you know, it makes you just wonder, were they just fucked up? You know, I mean, or some of them, or, yeah. Yeah. A lot I of mean, them, or, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, get fucked up and pass Most out of them, and yeah. well, fall off the boat in the middle of the night or whatever. I I'd, mean, that, I'd have to guess out of, let's say there's been a hundred deaths over the last 10 years, which is actually lowballing it. There's more than 10 deaths annually, typically. But anyway, out of a hundred deaths, I'd say 90 of them are alcohol related, whether that's a boating accident. Or somebody's just too fucked up, sometimes too far, gets tired, whatever. There might be 10 legitimate drownings. Yeah. You know, if you're drinking, man, especially swimming, drinking, you can't gauge anything. I mean, if you're, yeah, I mean, you can, if you can barely walk when you're drunk and you're actually trying to swim in that same condition, you're going to drown. You're going to drown. Stop doing that shit, people. A prior company I worked with, every summer we would take our annual, you know, branch outing up there. We'd rent some jet skis. We'd rent some party boats. There'd be way more than enough alcohol. And we would all just get really fucking hammered and uh, just do really dumb shit until we <laughs> until we crashed a couple of jet skis into each other <laughs> uh, at a high rate of speed. Then, uh, you know, they started to reduce... They made some See? restrictions, and then I immediately quit that company. And you're lucky you didn't drown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, very. Yeah. I, I, mean, I was not on the jet skis. Oh, okay. uh, it was actually well, two managers that. Uh, well, it's lucky. I, they I probably didn't can't. Drown. Probably shouldn't get too much into that story. But anyway, yeah, it's a involved. dangerous ass fucking lake because it's uh, it's a man made lake, which means that there are some natural obstructions that you don't fucking see, like. Fallen Church trees and, and oh yeah, yeah. and uh, it, all they did flood a down. town to create it, and they really yes. didn't. They didn't really clean everything out. Yeah, they didn't good. take everything out of that town. So There's anyway, stop signs. All kinds uh, of uh, welcome to Georgia. Everything can kill you. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> but man, you know, speaking of bugs and shit like that, I think I got bit by a bug. A, a big old blue bug this week, Doug. <laughs> big blue bug. Oh, man. Oh. And it's giving me all this. It's the, the dancy bug. The dancy bug. It is. And it's giving me all this fucking newfound energy. It was just so uh, just invigorating. The amount of energy and just bam, bam, bam. I mean, Enthusiasm. There wasn't, a, there wasn't a, a hiccup or a slow moment in the last four days. Yeah. And are yes, you, we are, are you talking, drinking the Kool-Aid? We are talking about the <laughs> DNC, if you didn't know. It was on every channel, uh, at least if you have the cable provider I have. Literally, I, I, I think yeah. we counted. <laughs> we got to be like 13, and I was like, I'm done counting. And we weren't even on the local channels. Yeah. that's They want people. They dude, it was all, get it was the all over the out. internet. It was all over YouTube. You know, I got to get the word out. Uh, apparently, own. some people don't know yet that we're in an election year. Yeah. And they just got to make sure, hey, you're going to change that channel? You're going to see the same shit. That's that's what they call messaging. Got to have one unified voice. I got to throw this in before we get on this. I can't wait till next week. Well, what's next week, Doc? The Republican <laughs> convention. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I can't wait for. Oh, you yeah. know, Donald Trump says he wants to speak every night. Mm-hmm. Oh, he says Jesus he wants Christ. to speak every night. Of course he does. He's uh, of course he does. He's yeah. the host. <laughs> yeah, he's the he's the. You know what would be surprising? See, that's the most unsurprising thing. Yeah. In fact, it would be surprising if he didn't. Right. right. And right. even more surprising, the only thing that would actually raise an eyebrow would be if you just told me, and here's the thing, 
Mike Pence is going to be out there speaking every night. I'd be like, what the fuck? That's not going to happen. Oh, oh what, we just want to. He'll probably give him like four minutes. We just <laughs> want to talk to him. <laughs> it would just be a repeat of this past week. Of course, I was being facetious. The DNC was boring as all fuck. God damn it. Between the, you know, it was, uh, it was online based. So you had people in separate rooms, I guess, across the country. I don't know where yeah, the fuck it they looked, were. It was, it was somewhere in studios, somewhere, you know, with a stage and a podium. Some were just people zooming in from their houses, uh, just staring at their laptop. And well, the main ones were in Delaware on there the were stage some, in Delaware. There were some technical difficulties. There were some glitches. They threw it to Kamala five minutes before she took the stage and <laughs> it just sat there. Some channels. Now here's the fun part. I, I saw before she went live. Did you see that? Well, that's so, so that, that's what I the, saw on the, the internet. The fun part was there were so many different ways to watch this. Yes. So many different channels covering it that if you're watching it online, you just got the live feed. You saw all the non-things going on. Right. Other cha- Some channels would stay with the live feed, and then once they realized there was nothing coming, then they would try to roll some B footage right. of something right. just to have something going on. And then in other ones, like CNN, they would pull completely away and just go to the panel and be like, so what do you think so far? Right. And it was almost like, we don't know where we are in the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows. Yep. And then anytime you had like Kamala Harris or Biden speak or anybody of that ilk at the podium, there was a wall behind them. Uh, it wasn't green screen, but it was an actual wall of screens of the people that were zooming in. And, but you couldn't hear them because obviously the audio would suck asshole. So they were muted. Yeah, I didn't see any of that, but they were all excited. You know, I was they were clapping on, up, online. Up, up close to their computer, like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> and so while they're making their speech, there's no sound. They didn't take a, they did not take the page out of Bill Maher's book. They didn't add a laugh track. Didn't add a laugh track. Or a crowd reaction, none of that right. stuff. So it was just funny to me how different and weird. This was way weirder than sports without an audience. Because uh, the whole point of the convention is to rally the base. Yeah, yes, rally the troops. To That's get it. the energy up. Yeah. To get all that, you know, let's go get yeah. them. Yeah. It's a rock concert and for I just, politicians. I don't think that they were able to do that, uh, given this way. And hell, <laughs> even at one point, I think it was after Kamala's uh, speech, when she turned around to the wall of uh, emotionless faces, they were clapping at their computers. <laughs> There weren't enough people up there. They had to replicate a couple of the screens just to make it look full. Right. And it was just like, this thing's a fucking train wreck. Right. But Oh, and it was beautiful. <laughs> I didn't see I, any I, of that. I, I, I didn't see any of that. I laughed my ass off after Kam- uh, Kamala was done speaking because you hear a golf clap in the background. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, you still had a crowd of like maybe, uh, I'd say 10 uh, journalists. Well, the electric, the, <laughs> no, that... There, she had an audience of electors mm. that were there from uh, not every state was there, but they were there from different states. I don't know if y'all saw that view. Did they show you saw that? Yeah, yeah. The and people you could sitting see the, out. You could, but yeah. mainly you could see the journalists that were up close, like where the right. mics were. Right. But there yeah. were actual people, but there was only like one per state. And there wasn't people for every state either. It was, it was weird. It was just strange. It was almost like they picked and chose yeah, what states were there kind of hmm. but Funny. Uh, 
Yeah, interesting. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that was just the custodian that was swapping out the trash bag. Well, you know I did how when you him. shake the bag, it I sounds kind of like you're clapping? I don't think anybody. I did see the that. guy sweeping the floor. I did see that guy. Oh. <laughs> uh, that was on, uh, online, dude. Because online, for like, it was hours online. Mm-hmm. It was just nothing but a blank stage Yeah, with a camera on it, you know? And uh, you could see all kinds of shit. You could see, you know, shit going on. And But before all, all the DNC roadies. Harris came on <clears throat> when they were walking up the dude was telling her you know uh telling her things you know he, remember you're black now you're not up. indian no, no he's he, well he was the guy the the technical guy he was telling her you know what to expect and th- this camera's gonna be here and look over here and look over here, you know yeah. and uh she said something to him and i could not figure out what the fuck she said uh Cause I, and I cranked it up in here, dude. I had it. <laughs> Is my fly up. down? And uh, and I don't know what she says. She whispered something to him, and he goes, uh, "I almost think he said uh, we won't worry about that right now, or something like that." She probably asked, and, "Is Biden still breathing?" And then he <laughs> said, "And then he said we've got thirty seconds." And then it cut off mm. right when he said we've got thirty seconds, and then it cut off. That's when they were putting their body double the, in there. That's not Kamala Harris. That's that, when it went. That's to a the, man, uh, baby. Uh, that's <laughs> when it went to the you know the chick that was in the studio or like you know what I'm one saying. One of the actresses was, they hired yeah, to yeah. do their in betweens, right? Yeah. And she came on, and uh, then they were just showing the screen I was watching was just Kamala Harris in the dark for thirty <laughs> for thirty seconds for thirty seconds, and then it came on, yeah. and uh, you know it was everything I expected I it mean, to be from her. Yeah. It was horrible, just terrible. And she still laughing and smirking when she's talking about disgusting things. And that is, people have to see that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I, I don't know. It's, it's almost like if you're talking about child rape or something like that, and you got a smile on your face, or you're talking about pedophiles, and after you say the sentence, you smile and laugh. <laughs> yeah, you know. She graduated so, from the Hillary University. I'm just saying that's, that is, that's evil. That's evil. And people on a level of uh, just humanity, I think, can fucking sense that. Can sense, what the fuck is that, you know? And she was nervous. I will say that. You could tell, man. She was nervous well, that was as also, shit. That was also the Botox just holding and, her face. Yeah. Like, <laughs> with every word, she, she, was she was fighting she was, through her muscle she, she was definitely nervous. And I, to be honest with you, I only lasted for about two and a half minutes. And then I had to turn it off. I watched the whole thing. Yeah, I, did, I didn't watch the whole thing. I did not. I watched, uh, Arona and I caught a lot of it uh, while it was going. And we watched the whole Kamala speech. We watched the whole Biden speech. I watched the whole earlier in the week, uh, the Obama speech, and or both of the Obama speeches, Michelle and Barack. And saw a couple of little clips here and there, the little songs they did and whatever, this, that, and the other. And they opened the... They opened the convention with the Pledge of Allegiance, uh, <laughs> and it had some guy in front of a George Floyd mural saying, liberty and justice for all, one day. And it's just like, good God almighty. Oh, Jesus. This is the thing. This is what Donald Trump has made possible, is the game show host. It's all popularity now. That's all it is. It went from a popularity contest for geeks to now it's just a straight up popularity contest because yeah. it, it, usually politicians are adept at economics and it, you know, they know how shit works. They have a sense of how shit works. 
Now, how they get bought off and all that shit, that comes later. But they always are astute at different things, you know? Donald Trump is only astute at being famous. At, that's, that's what he's astute at. He's astute at entertaining people. Yeah. Entertainment. So now that that is in the game now, dude, I don't doubt that we see President fucking, I don't know. Let me pick one. Uh, Taylor Swift in 25 years, you know, I mean, it, so, possibly, possibly. So it, he's it, opened that. He's opened that door. We've you know? opened that door. Yeah. Trump exactly. is being yeah, Trump. Right. No, Trump is being Trump. Yes, Trump didn't but all of American- a sudden become president and then go, hey, right, right. I'm going to be. No. But, well, that's what I'm saying. We've allowed this to right, happen. Right. Yeah. And it and it, it ain't. Uh, there's no we. I didn't no. vote for the shit. But um, yeah. uh, we'll talk about that later. But anyway. No, I'm saying collectively, we yeah. as a nation, we as a people, Are you get the representation that you deserve. Yes. We is dumb. Now, in realistic terms, no, none of us deserve this, a.k.a. none of us really want the world we're in, but we're all getting what we deserve yes. collectively. Right. Yes. We didn't get here without a little bit of interaction. And a little bit of this rally and this protest and this, I'm pushing this, this, I'm pushing this. Well, eventually, you're going to get a Trump. We got a Trump. Right. And he's just doing his own fucking thing that uh, shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. And and people that try to compare Trump to Reagan, please don't try that. Don't. <laughs> because Reagan Reagan was a basically a retired actor that was a governor first. He went into government at a good level for somebody to enter it i, I think actually i think well, a good level would he, be mayor or fucking city council but he, he was a president that happened to once be an actor right trump is, is an actor a, playing yeah, president exactly <laughs> that's what he is yeah, yeah. well here's here's my whole thing that kind of coincides with the dnc because out of the whole thing i didn't hear a single fucking thing as far as like here's our plan this is the problem. Here's my four-step plan to beat it. All it was was Biden's a good guy. We are empathetic. We are feeling bad about the state of the world now. It's all Trump's fault. You need to allow us to fix it, which is just they did they came with the same messaging that they you know, we're going to save social security, we're going to save Medicare and Medicaid, and Trump cannot be president it's like hey fuckers i don't know if you just scratched out the 2016 on the top of your notes and wrote a 2020 but you need to change it up like you're not coming with a new fresh message well i think it i think i really believe this i think that it pisses them off as it should that donald trump inherited a fucking gold mine of an economy it was they were adding jobs consistently adding jobs every fucking month and and he inherited something that was easy now on the same token barack obama i know i've said this before but i don't know if i've said it on air inherited a fucking depression mm-hmm. so if donald trump was barack obama if in other words if donald trump had inherited a depression this country would have been in civil war within 2 months maybe See, that's too convenient to say because depressions and recessions can only can only go up. 
That's just how they work. Right. There's well, dips yeah. and there's hills and valleys right, and hills right. and valleys. Just look at any look at the stock market. But you got to admit, he came in at a perfect fucking time. That stock market was like that when he came in. Yeah. Well, was, holy shit. Then he shouldn't have come in because. No, I'm not saying he I know, shouldn't I know, have come I in. That's I know. not my point. I'm not trying to start what, a fight no, I know. about it. What I'm trying to say is all of that's too convenient. Trump didn't create this. Right. But he didn't fuck it up. No. And there's he been didn't. plenty of other presidents that have had golden opportunities and fucked them up. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Yes. So, I agree with that. So yeah, he didn't, he didn't it create it. But he didn't destroy it. All right. And really anybody, because it was such an easy thing, anybody should have been able to handle that and just let it carry on in right. the direction it was going. Right. That's fine. Right. Obama took over at a recession, a recession that had already been kind of well in play. Recessions take a few years before they really get to where we feel it. The recession hit in 06. It didn't hit us no, until 08 crash, or 09. The, the crash, yeah, it hit, uh, it didn't hit me till 2011. Yeah, so my whole point is is it only had one way to go up. But the big thing that they were touting and a big thing that you're going to hear from the DNC is the the rate of growth. And you heard it while Obama was in president uh, in, in the office was, look at the rate of growth. You know, we're fastest growing GDP. Well, it's like, well, yeah, when you start with a super low number. Right, no. Then you go up to here. It's like, look at all that growth. It's like, yeah, but we were right here not right. that long ago, like right. way higher. So right. we're still... We're still not in a good spot. Right. The, the the market, I mean, I do see where the uh, market is a lot of times based on, you know, previous history. However, a good portion of the time, it's fairly fickle. So, right. I mean, all it takes, and I mean, that's where I agree, or well, I would disagree with the assertion that anybody could have just walked in there and it would have stayed great because... A lot of times it just takes a, a president or someone else making a stupid statement for that market to start no, dipping no, right I back know. down. No, no, I know, and he's done that. He's made the market crash before. Don, Donald Trump has done that since he's been in office. He's done that. He said things, and the market fucking took a dive mm -hmm. and then came back up a couple of weeks later. Look, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is... If you have to agree with what I'm saying, then you also have to agree that the president has nothing to do with the economy because the president does not have anything to do with the economy. Look at look at Bill Clinton. Everybody everybody remembers Bill Clinton as just a great economy. The reason Bill Clinton had a great economy is the introduction of the fucking internet and computers and cell phones and all of that shit that came that had nothing to do with clinton all yeah. he had to do was get get out of the way that's all he had to do yeah that's all any president has to do is get mm -hmm. the fuck out of the way and let shit happen i look at it as with what you said the president has nothing to do with the economy i couldn't disagree with more on the basis of it's the same thing as like a a, a wound that's going to heal itself if you just don't fuck with it and so just as long as the doctor's in the room and he doesn't fuck with it. Yeah, as long as you're not fucking with it. Yeah, he had nothing to do with your health care. Right. But he could come in there and prescribe you a bunch of shit that makes you a lot worse and kills you. Right. Well, that has a lot to do with your health care. Uh, you can definitely make it worse. A president can definitely make the economy worse. The government can definitely make the economy worse. Government with can. The president can't. Now, you just said the word government. You threw, you're the one threw it in there. Congress and the Senate, yes. They can put the fucking wheels 
right off the fucking economy. They can run it right the fuck off. Yeah. President, all he can do is affect the market for a couple of days, maybe a week, if he says something stupid, just like Donald Trump's been doing. He's been doing it the whole time he's been in office, and I guarantee you, somebody he knows, if not himself, is making money off the shorts on that shit. So, uh, you know, he's a player. The guy's yeah. a fucking player, mm-hmm. and he's in the big game. And he's going to play that fucking game. That He's going to play it out because he knows all of those fucked up politicians that are scumbags and fucking just just criminal, criminal. All, you know, he knows all about all of them. Yeah. And they know about him. That's why they're able to coexist. I'll say it a different way. The president, the speaker of the house, this senator, that senator, all of them can make things worse without acti- having the whole uh, monolith make it worse. Individual people can fuck shit up. They don't, you know, the president, yes, can make the economy worse. Oh, yeah. He can't single-handedly make it better. And overarchingly, or on a grander scale, government can only make it worse. The way they make it it better is by reducing the level of government interference in the economy. Why do you think that they have tax-free days where you go out and you pay for everything and there's no tax on it or... I'm I'm gonna withhold the the payroll tax to boost the economy. Right. What does that tell you? That taxing people restricts the economy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we if we hold on to more of your money, it's not in the economy. Right. It, it's in the government's hands, yeah, right. and we're gonna spend it on shit right. that you don't have any say so over. But that's not gonna be part of the economy. Right. You but, know? but look, this is the thing. Everybody that's anybody that talks about tax cuts and shit like that. The Republicans and the Democrats are not going to give you that. They're not going to help people in the middle that, that work for a living, you know, and I've said this before and I will say this again. The only thing that a president has done that I can remember that has had a direct effect on me, I mean, directly, you know, is Obama, Obamacare. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the only thing that has affected me directly. Mm-hmm. Now, is it a good thing? Yes, it is a good thing. For you. We should be able to go to the hospital and not have to worry about losing our house. Well, you should be able to do that. We're in the mm-hmm. richest country in the fucking world. You should be able to do that. And and that's not a lot to ask. It really, it it's not. And so for that reason, you know, my wife will love Obama until the day he dies, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, yeah. because she has a pre-existing condition. Well, and, and so... It was, and, and our medical bills were off the chart crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying Obamacare is great for everybody. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the only decision that has directly affected me from any president yeah. is that decision. So my taxes have not gone down through any president. <laughs> I still pay the same amount of tax, oh, yeah. and, and they no, keep they going go up. up. They only go up, you know? So it, that the Democrat-Republican thing... There, it it does matter. matter. It does matter, though. If you got a lot of money, it matters. Well, in general, it matters. Right. And this is Democrats will come out and say, and obviously these are hypothetical hypotheticals. I'm just trying to make right. a point. Right. Democrats will come out and say, we're going to increase your taxes 30% from last year. And everybody freaks the fuck out. And the Republicans are like, don't worry, we'll take care of this. We were able to reduce that by 80%. Right. Cool. So you're still raising it by 13%. Right. Yeah. You still fuck me. Yeah. So. That's that's where 
Yeah, I, I can well, definitely and, agree and, with that. And, and so when you look at when I look at them in that game. And by the way, my numbers were probably not mathematically. Yeah, when, uh, <laughs> well, I'm just saying when I look at the whole political thing as a game, it, it it's just like Harlan says, it's a club and we're not in it. And we're not even in the decision of what we get. Well, if, if I might, I, I do want to actually kind of, you know, bring it back to the DNC a little bit because, um, you know, something I did want to mention was, and, you know, follow me on this, you know, a good portion of what we watched was incredibly emotionless. I mean, Kamala the entire time, it was so calculated. She, it was very much like Jim said earlier out of the Hillary playbook. And I don't know if this is something where I, I guess women notoriously, um, whenever they show too much emotion, then automatically someone comes out and, you know, makes a huge deal about it. Whereas if a guy, you know, is full of emotion, then a lot of times that's called, you know, oh, that's that's brave. That's also, you know, that that was powerful. But, you know, the point I'm making, though, in how emotionless live was the glaring beacons of uh you know actually sounding semi-positive sounding you know to me again presidential of course obama you know always puts on a great speech yeah that was that was a great speech but biden you know even though he made some you know very large gaffes in my opinion he had a very good uh the speech was near flawless as far as delivery i would certainly say he definitely made some losses as far as you know the people that he's bringing along um into his cause right especially i mean the mask mandate yeah mandatory uh, nationwide mask mandate yeah. he screwed the pooch on that yeah, shit yeah, right away not, I don't think you're gonna convert a lot of people with that no, anyway no but like you know his speech and, and first of all, Kamala's just uh, incapable of showing emotion. That's the only reason why she didn't display it. Uh, you have Elizabeth Warren up there. Oh, she's going to talk about the time that she went and got a beer and <laughs> how she related to the common man or woman or Zim or Zer. And I fell down in the parking lot and I skipped my knee. Yeah. Uh, and, and that was the day that I call wounded knee. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no, don't go there. But no, his acceptance speech, don't go there. it has been applauded, even by those on the far alt-right Nazi nationalist news network, uh, Fox News, uh, even came out and said, hey, he did good. He, he came in at the bottom of the ninth and hit a home run, which I was surprised to hear that coming from, you know, those absolute well, racists. Well, you know, look. It, he he! It was a good speech. It was uh, yeah. for Joe Biden. Being yeah, on a, the Biden curve, it was fine. Yes. It was a great speech was, for Joe Biden. It was, hey, dude, you made a speech. Yes. good job. You, you read good. You know, I wrote down just a couple of notes from the DNC or from Biden's speech, and the first one is just, "Where's the policy? Where 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 is it? Mm -hmm. Not none to be found." And is it, the thing I came away from it with is, okay, Biden's a nice guy, but what is he running on? You know, uh, green jobs and here, clean water. Here's a question that I would ask any Biden supporter. Make the case for Biden without mentioning Trump. 
What do you got? What do you got for me, uh, dude? I, I I don't. I'm not making the case and for I'm not anybody. Saying you. Yeah. I'm just saying out there. Yes. Anyone. The, yes. What? Well, they they will. You know, uh, you will. You would get feedback from women the, on the that for only, sure. Again, like I and I'll stick with it. You're obviously not married. I'll stick with it <laughs> through election day. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> I'll, I'll stick with this throughout election day. Nobody's voting for Biden because he just jimmies up their gears and really gets them going for uh, democracy. Right. They they're only doing it because he's a vote against Trump. Well, but right. it's it's partially a strategy. That's, hey, that's you know that's fine. Go it's for a, it. it's a partial strategy thing though because you know they're not going to speak in absolutes. Why? Because we know Trump's not going to speak in absolutes. They don't have to throw policy out there because he has no policy. So at this point, they can f- you know fight an ideological battle with him. All right. And that way well, they his, don't have to cross over. His battle's going to be the same thing as 16. No, nah, Trump will it's come out be, and speak in absolutes. Be, he's got policies. Trust me, that's what be we've the been. the border wall. That's it's what he's been be getting shed on the, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so he's going to, it's just going to be a, a repeat of everything he did in 16, basically. And then he's going to talk about the great UAE agreement that he has and see that's meant more for his talk, rallies and he's when, gonna talk about he's dude he's gonna bring all of that shit in there and, and uh, you know uh, and he should you no know, nope. he's running for president no nope. go for it i disagree i'm not saying that he won't say all those things but i'm i'm thinking that'll be just a bookend and the meat of his subject matter will be going after biden and hunter and Ukraine. Well, yeah, and he's gonna, that's going to be that's going to be the Hunter's going to be the that's going to be focus. the girth of his talk. Yeah, all the shit that is the good economy before the plague, as he's calling it. That'll be the intro. The uh, all Biden is uh, fool will be the lead in, and then uh, his whole family's corrupt and have actually done everything that they tried to impeach me on. Boom, slam dunk. Where's my medal? Trump out. And then they strike up the band and, did, and whatever. Did you notice that that he, he didn't mention Hunter once? No. Every time it was Bo this, Bo that. He's like, I'm not gonna say Hunter's. I'm not even gonna say the word Hunt, so they don't think that I'm about to talk about Hunter. Oh well, yeah, no, yeah. that was a uh, strategic move <laughs> that uh, was on purpose. You know, leave that dude out of it. You're gonna have a lot to. A lot more questions that you can't answer if you bring him up. Well, you know, this is the thing. And it's just the same. You know, Trump's doing the same thing with his family that they all do with all their other families. You know, they're all the only difference between Trump, what Trump's doing and what the other people did is the other people, you know, like you get a job with a company or you get a job with it. Trump's putting his kids in the fucking government. He's but he's but giving them positions in the you know so I mean he you know it's people can call it what they want to call it but uh, I can guarantee you every president's child wants for nothing. Well, yeah, every mm-hmm. president that has ever been in the White House's child wants for nothing, absolutely nothing. Every vice president, every uh, every senator, every congresswoman. Congressman, all of them, they want for nothing. Believe it. Yeah, yeah, Believe they it. are. Well, that and is, and they want for nothing by our money, with our money. So 
you know, only when of, they're in office. Once they're out, then this. it's the big banks' money. Yeah, then it's the big bank. I mean, yeah, Obama. But, the Obamas made way they, more money. But outside. they still get the. They still get that fat pension. That fat pension the rest of their life. Well, you yeah. know, presidents, vice presidents, senators, Congress. They, they get that. You know, off of us. I, I mean, we're paying, dude. We're paying pensions, millions and millions of dollars a year. You know, probably in the billions. I wouldn't. I, you know, I would guess of ex-Congress and senators, and we're paying pensions on these fuckers that hadn't been in there for years. Yeah. Got voted out. Got, 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 was it, were in there for four years and got voted out. That's the agreement. And you, a, and you got a pension. That's the agreement that we made by allowing the agreement but to be we made. Did, but I never got to voice my opinion on it that. It predates agreement. you, Doug. I never yeah. got to voice my opinion it on that. It predates you, Doug. You get so, to inherit all the good decisions that were made before your yes, time. Yes. Yeah. Well, all these great decisions. But, you know, <laughs> all I know is we got to follow Michelle Obama's message, and that is. That we're all going to die if we don't vote for Biden. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> you know. Nuclear war. Yeah. You're not black if you don't vote for Biden. Uh, it's an existential crisis. And we we must vote for Biden or else we're all dead. Well, it, it will be a civil war. Either way. I to don't, a degree. I, I just don't see that. I don't see any way through this election that there's just not violence that this country hasn't seen since the 60s. I agree with that. Since the 60s. I'm talking about we have built up to that level, but now it's going to be even bigger than it was in the 60s because now we have better weapons. We got got five months training. Yeah, got everything, (laughs) you know. I mean, so, yeah, it's going to be crazy. I don't see any any way out, man. I don't. Well, the another striking, and we got to end the DNC thing yeah. after this. But the the another huge striking thing that I didn't hear, I don't think Arona, you heard it, is they didn't bring up anything about the uh, the lawlessness, the Not murder, the looting, thing. arson. You know, aka the eighty plus days of rioting that's been concurrently None of happening. That. I know, not one within word. these United States of America. Yeah, um, didn't mention it at all. And if you think Trump isn't going to run with that oh, yeah. as the tip of his spear after you know the, the Democratic National Convention and Biden and all that, you're a fool. You had an opportunity to get out in front of it before the RNC, and you didn't even bring it up. And see, the news, this is what's crazy, is, uh, what are we on, 86 days? 84? <laughs> 84 days? We're in the 80s. Yeah. it's. A, I think it's either 80. I think it might be 84 or 85. Cause Soon I've we're going to be in the it, 90s, and I've at least Nirvana it. will be fun again. I've been watching it every <laughs> every night, dude. I, I come down here, and, I, and I'll flip it on, and if nothing's going on, then I turn it off. But around 2 o'clock in the morning, our time, man, Portland does not. Them people are crazy. They are. I can't. It's, I can't believe they're still at it. I if mean, you the, show the up, feds look, aren't out there I beating still, their heads. They I must still have, say this. It, how can anybody call it a peaceful protest when the protesters are showing up in helmets and gas masks? Somebody explain that to me. That's their armor of and, peace. And mm. and <laughs> you know, tell me it's peaceful. You know, peaceful means. You're not going to antagonize the cops to beat your ass. Yeah. You're not going to do that. Yeah. You're going to peacefully make your statement, your claim, whatever the fuck you're going at. You know, I, I'd basically. It, like the Million Man March. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. yeah. The, the Million Man March 90s. in D.C. They never made it to a million men, 
But I tell you what, dude, that was fucking impressive. Mm-hmm. That was impressive to see all all of those people come together, and there wasn't any fights. There what nobody got killed. Yeah, peaceful assembly. They, they were not is it, way more moving than violent uprising. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and uh, you know the Million Man March that was huge, man. That was a huge thing. And when you if you want if you have a grievance, you know, um, that's the way you do it. Yeah. You you plan a march on something. That way everybody can plan that shit's going on that day. Cops, people that don't want to be there, people that that don't want you dragging them out of their car and beating the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's that's the thing. The thing that they're really that that that's what they've lost me on. They've well, totally lost me. Well, what I, what you know, and the we cost. were talking about this the other day, and I would mostly actually agree with what you said about you know how they're coming out dressed in the gas masks and whatnot. However, one thing I would bring up, almost as kind of devil's advocate here, is um, if you think back to you know uh, Vietnam, you know as partial part of the protest the irony that they wanted to show was a lot of these individuals that were against the war were always wearing you know right uh army attire right, right. and um you know which is kind of what youth tends to do it's right. like we're going to use um what you use against us against you in an opposite manner so I could almost see where they're trying to look tactical in the way they perceive the police force. If you're looking that's tactical a, to a cop, you're looking like you need your ass beat. That's, that's a nice that's a nice twist of reality. Uh, they were wearing that years ago before there was a move against like the cops. Like I said, right. devil's advocate. No, I know. <laughs> right. I know. And now it's time to beat the shit out of that argument right. because I know that that's the argument that they make or that they try to make. Right. And it's like, no, you had shields in 2016. Right. I don't recall that many uh, marches for 80 plus days against the cops in 2016. Yeah. And, and, it, it's, and you're also wearing the militant uniform of the anti-fascista movement that started in Eastern Europe back in the, you know, 100 years ago. So this isn't anything protesting any war um, they don't really have a cause other than just being violent uh uprising assholes well and to speak of anti-fascism uh (laughs) something we should definitely delve into so with the 80 whatever (laughs) days of all these riots mostly now they seem to be centered on the west coast and uh portland and seattle where antifa is the prominent group out there and you know they come out and they say well it's in our name we are anti-fascistic and, um, and you know, before that, when all this uprising first started, it was Black Lives Matter. Supposedly it still is, but I don't really see how that's still a thing. Anyway, and so just because uh, it was all going on, I wanted to know where we fit in. So a few episodes ago, uh, we took a Black Lives Matter test to see how well, or how I guess we were, how poor <laughs> uh, we align with their ideology. I wanted to see, do I need to pick up my flag and march with them or should i just stay the fuck at home and mock them behind a microphone i chose number two up your wokeness credentials because i scored a number a 12 percent on that test (laughs) uh 
apparently not very much in, down with the cause in that instance. Well, lo and behold, this week, I just happened to be rummaging around the internet, stumbled across some refuse and kicked it to the side and found myself a how fa- how fascist are you test from the same developers as the uh, BLM test. And that- let me throw in, those were some of the dumbest fucking questions ever asked. On the BLM. Well, it, it comes from the same... The same network same of dipshits, uh, the idrlabs.com, the I don't read labs.com. And uh, yeah, this one was a, just a fascist test. Well, but I'd throw in there at least this one was a very good test. The questions that were asked were very thought provoking and they were very slanted. Well, yeah. in the BLM test, there were only 20 questions, they were very low IQ, low brow. Just real dumb shit, yeah, it in was, my opinion. It was stupid. And this one, it was 28 questions, much longer questions. They were almost in paragraph form. But they were also, if not equally, probably more misleading the word, or not misleading, but very carefully worded with the word choices that they had in, as well as the words they left out. Yes. And we're just going to go ahead and cut to the chase. I guess you're listening to partial fascists. (laughs) So all three of us real quick, by the way, we're all very different ideology, you know, minded people. There's, there's, you know, the, that diagram where you have three circles and they all intersect the Venn diagram diagram where the majority of it's not overlapping anybody. That's us to a degree. Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hell, that's, that's where we get our rants from is our differences. And then when we intersect, we go, that was cool. But anyway, um, we are different in a lot of ways, but we all scored damn near the same test score. I got a 38%. <laughs> Arona got 37 and Doug got 38. So we're all, we're all equally fascistic, I guess. Yes. But we answered questions very differently. So again... The consensus is this test is bullshit. Sure. <laughs> yes. It's it, the- well, I'm sure they all balance out somewhere. I, I don't know if I, I would, I would say that this one did seem a lot more productive. It also seemed to be more thought out. Um, I almost, you know, with the difference between this one and the last one, um, there was a lot of nuance with this one and with the one before it was either you are or you aren't, which is actually kind of fitting with the movement. So we'll, if we'll, you're thinking from that point of view, it's actually very fitting. We'll, we'll leave a link in the, uh, in the description. In the show so, description. You gotta, yeah, yeah. so you guys can take this test yourself and see how fastest you are. Yeah. And then uh, that way, and if you are, well, I would get some armor cause those, uh, you know, booted up thugs and Antifa are going to come dox you and probably get you fired. So remove you from your vehicle and beat the shit out of you. So real quick, and there's a new story we're about to get to, uh, but just real quick on this fascism thing. It was written by the same people that wrote the BLM test. It's from the same website. It was worded in the very similar manner. I think they had 20 good questions and eight real bullshit questions. Like one of them was, Running a business isn't that hard, so therefore you shouldn't make as much or that much more than uh, your laborer. And it's like, okay, well, you're just fucking retarded. But uh, anyway, 
I think the person or the entity that wrote it doesn't really fully understand what the definition of fascism is. So get out your thinking caps, ladies and gents. We're going to go down a little learning curve. Yeah, it's it's obvious, uh, especially number six. I remember question six for me was just that it made me laugh so hard. Yeah, it did. I was laughing. I couldn't. Stop well, laughing. they're all in different order, so I'm not sure which one that was. Yeah. Well, ba- just based on the wording of the questions and just kind of getting a grasp for, you can understand where they were coming from, what point they were trying to make. Some of them were very leading in that way, much like the BLM test, sure. where the most everything on the BLM test was leading. But I don't think they understand that fascism is a governmental system led by a dictator having complete power forcibly suppressing opposition and criticism, regimenting all industry, commerce, etc., and emphasizing an aggressive nationalism and often racism. I'm starting to think that uh, the people also writing the, the dictionaries are starting to change definitions. Just some of the key words that are left in here. So, yeah, yeah. And so everybody agrees fascism's bad. That's not a, uh, that's not a real brain buster. Just like, uh, you know, violence is bad, especially against... You know, peaceful people. Like if you're driving in a truck in a city that happens to be under riots for 80 days and you see a an individual uh, getting, you know, accosted, you want to try to step up and do the right thing, uh, you probably shouldn't get your ass totally beat after uh, being chased down the road and well, wrecking into a tree. Well, yeah, when you got, you know, hundreds of people that are around you that are only there to cause problems that's the only reason they're there and i'm not saying this because i have a creative mind and i just imagine this this is something that actually happened it happened Mm -hmm. in portland uh there was a guy that well got assaulted uh trying to stand up or stick up for a woman that was being assaulted and (laughs) accosted by the mob and uh and they basically started beating the shit out of his truck he ran away from the crowd drove away from the crowd Missed, didn't make a turn. It was an older truck. Probably didn't have those uh, Bilstein shocks in there and just went right into the tree. Yep. And then they pulled him out of the truck, beat the shit out of him. He was sitting in the middle of the road just saying, you know, please don't, please don't beat the fuck out of me. Yep. And some useless fuck came running up from behind him and kicked him square in the jaw, knocked him out. He hit the back of his head. He was in the hospital for a few days. And then they rummaged through his truck and, uh, you know, took whatever they found right. of value. Real class acts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Classy um, people there. So, again, I don't know where I fall on their spectrum. I, I know exactly where I fall on their spectrum. I'm 100% uh, worthy of a, uh, of a face punt uh, as far as they're concerned. And, as- you know, the streamer, this is what's crazy, is uh, they ran probably the stream I was watching. The chick ran a good four blocks to uh, to beat his ass. Oh, they're getting endurance. They, they no, ran, there was a guy they, that kicked They him. ran. Oh, oh, no. I'm talking about the crowd. She oh. was in front of the crowd, and she was running with her phone. Yeah. Oh, the dude wrecked. The dude wrecked. You can hear her screaming right. to the people. You can hear everybody coming up behind her. These people ran for four blocks. They wouldn't have even known it happened if somebody hadn't yelled. You know, hey, he wrecked or whatever, and uh, then they just call the mob on him, and yeah, it's 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 ridiculous, man. I I'm I am over it. I am over it. If Trump wants to send in the fucking Marines, let him do it. I'm over that. 
I'm over people that are just trying to do the right thing, getting the shit kicked out of them for no fucking reason. Well, I'm see, over that. And put the, them in Guantanamo. They're terrorists. This civil unrest used to actually still happen in, say, the '60s and things like that, but it was quelled by the by other parts of the movement. Movement: Martin Luther King, John Lewis, all these other individuals. But you don't have that call to action anymore, right? Um, it's, it's all mob rule mentality right now. And that's the bullshit of this. Um, there's no balancing voice. There's no one to bring everybody back. And I mean, you can blame that on, you know, the unemployment and all this other shit, but you know, unfortunately what this is proving to me is this is already the nature of these people. It's just, that now they're allowed to be this way because they don't have jobs to go to. You can't get anything done when all you do is piss off your opposition. When your only goal is to piss off the other side of whatever fucking point you're trying to make, you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to get anywhere. And their goal is obviously to piss people off because... If their goal was to get attention, they're not getting it. They're not getting they're, the the mainstream media is not covering this shit every day. No, they stopped covering they, it. They, they stopped months ago. You know, so uh, the only attention you're getting is from people that are paying attention, like myself. I'm paying attention, and you are starting to piss me off. You've already pissed me off, yeah. but you're really starting to get to where. I'm at the point now where I'm like, this shit has to stop. No matter how they stop it, they have to stop it. Yeah. You know, no, it's they, they, ridiculous. They pissed me off back at the end of May. Yeah. And by the end of the first week of June, I was already over everything. I was still watching it because that was incredible shit to see. Right. But even I trailed off watching it by the end of June. And now... The only time that I'll check in on it is I'll watch the air quote highlights where somebody's getting the ever loving shit beat out of right. them or run over by a car or they're in a residential area yelling, you know, come out of your house, motherfuckers. And they're because it's not getting coverage and they're not stopping. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do with that because I don't know what they're seeking. I actually never mind. Immediate correction. I know exactly what they're seeking. They're picking a fight. They yes. want the yes. fight. They want that that counter against them. Right. And and when they're not getting it, they just go aimlessly. And whoever happens to be in front of them catches it. I was, this is something that Arona and I were talking about, I think, last night. Is throughout the entire course of this uprising. And you can call it BLM. You can call it NT. You, I don't care what the fuck you call it. Whatever this whole thing has been for however long it's been, some cities it's longer, some cities it's shorter, but the whole thing has just been going off without really any resistance. People have just been avoiding these areas for the most part. There was a video that came out of California of a dude, I think he's a business owner, I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but it went semi-viral. Um, maybe I'll post it to our Instagram. Uh, you can find that at ignore the rant underscore podcast on IG. 
<laughs> but it's yeah. a guy who's at a city council meeting and he's giving a warning to the members of his local state, you know, uh, governing body, basically just saying, we're over this shit. We're over the lockdowns. We're over the civil unrest. We're ready to attempt to go back to normalcy. Be damned what the uh, infection cases or whatever may end up resulting of it, because we know what's staring us in the face if we don't do anything. And that's not a life I want to live. And he comes out and says, I've had six of my friends commit suicide just during this lockdown time. Um, and, and he went on to say, look, I'm a veteran. I have fought for this country. I have been to war numerous times. I know all the horrible shit that that brings with it. And I'm ready to basically, I'm ready to bring that here and fight uh, anybody who opposes me on trying to get my normal life back. And he said, and I'm not the only one. There's a million other fuckers like me, and we're all over this. Well, this is what the this is what I don't understand about the media and everything. To me, a hate crime is a hate crime. Um, to say that that dude that kicked that dude in the face is not a hate crime is the same as saying uh, the guys that drugged the, the dude behind the truck that was a black guy is not a hate crime. Yes, there's, some are more vicious than others, but they're all hate crimes. Anytime you go after somebody because they're different than you, that is a hate crime. And you don't see anything, nothing on the media I wouldn't, about, say, yeah. I wouldn't say anything. They're not saying the word hate crime. They're not using that. They're not using, that they're not using their own language. You're right. I don't get it. It is racist. Mm-hmm. What the media does now is racist. Well, and it's and it's blatantly racist. You know, um, they've chosen a side. So yeah, and they're, and they're pushing that side. Yes, yes it, very much so. And, and so you can be. A black racist, you can be a white racist, you can be a Chinese racist, you can be... Racism runs across all races, people. It's not just, you know, Raci- white people hating black people. Ra- it's not. There's a lot of black people that hate white people. Racism of, isn't race-dependent. Right. It's not race-dependent. Well, exactly. And that's how obtuse this is. I, I, I recall uh, a friend of mine was in the uh, HR business, and uh, she was in a meeting where this white woman said a black person cannot be racist and it's the dumbest shit any but no, any one yeah, of them yeah. have heard yeah no that, yeah, yeah that, there's look if you think that you're better uh because of your nationality or your race or your whatever you are you can try to call it national pride you can try to call it whatever the fuck it's racism and everybody has it in them a little bit, you know. Everybody has anybody every, with any level of pride. E- yeah, exactly. That's it. And and where pride turns into racism is where you think you're better than somebody else. Not you should. Everybody should take pride in who they are, but you don't take so much pride in yourself that you think you're better than somebody else just because. You're proud of yourself. Hell, they're just as proud of their self. Well, that's you know? where that's so, where pride crosses over in, into insecurity, right? And it, and, and racism. I mm-hmm. mean, that, and that's uh, well, and once it once you cross that line, you can go pretty fucking far in. You know, I mean, you can 
Well, and also, you know, there is such thing as reverse racism, but probably not what you're thinking about. And, you know, typical racism is I'm superior to somebody else because of my race. Right. But you can also have the feeling of I'm inferior to an entire other group because of my race. Right. And it's my race that's preventing me from being able to accomplish what you're accomplishing. And I'm sure everybody right now is thinking about the current... Uh, political structure, structure, strata, whatever of America. Right. I'm, I'm going. You know, if I walk out into a basketball court and I'm going up against, uh, you know, it's one on one on one, and it's against a black guy, I'm immediately going to feel inferior, right? And I'm not going to be able to accomplish the same levels of accomplishment on that basketball right. court that he's going to be right. able to accomplish because my race is inferior right. to him in that right. area. And that was just basically just kind of mocking this whole race thing and superiority or inferiority or. You know, I can't accomplish it because of my race. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And yeah, people that's... people that are sitting there going, I can do it because of my race. Yes. Yeah, shut the fuck up too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because racism yeah. is fucking stupid. Yes, it yeah. is. It, Placing it's... any level of value solely based around the color of someone's skin, whether it's good or bad, is equally fucking retarded. Yes. I don't it remember is. right it before, is. you know, I was conceived going up to the big man upstairs and going, oh, let's check that white box for me, please. Come on, privilege. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you go back to episode two, you'll see none of us are 100% fucking anything anymore. Especially, I mean, we are all mutts. Yeah. So, I mean, that kind of throws that out the fucking window where you try to go, oh, I'm, I'm superior, blah, blah. No, you're not. It, we're all, you know, off of the same building blocks, just in different orders. And Kamala Harris is the first Indian American um, senator and the first um, African American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vice president's okay. Who has no African American in it. Yeah, no African American. The, no. the overarching theme of this is that anyone. Well, she did have Willie in her, she was part black. Um, anyway, the overarching message out of all this is if you put, if you as an individual put race towards any level of value upon yourself, you're a fucking moron. You just are. And that already shows me in in, anyway, that you're doing that because you probably lack any other value to bring to the table or the conversation or to the arena or whatever environment you're trying to espouse your bullshit. If you have to divert back to just race as your value, it's probably because you're worthless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, I don't give a fuck what race you are. Right. Yeah. If you if you look at race as anything that defines who you are, you're worthless. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, mm-hmm. anyway, with all this uprising and all this unrest, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Their reasons are dumb. The people are stupid. Therefore, uh, and also you have <laughs> other people that are starting to... You're starting to see fractures in that whole, we're going to just sit back and take it. So uh, my suggestion is arm up. And in California, anyway, some uh, some news came out this past week where high-capacity magazines are now legal again in Cali. Woo-hoo! Hey. They can, they <laughs> Stock can, up, kids. They can, they can almost have fun. <laughs> now they just got to wait <laughs> a 10 days before they're able to get their high-capacity right. right. you know, rifles. Um, it was funny cause I've been paying a little bit of attention to this and, uh, you know, the, there's 
gun manufacturers and gun stores in California that are sending out emails to their their customer base saying, don't worry, we have plenty of guns. <laughs> we have a shit ton of them because it was so difficult to buy them before. The only thing, though, is, is increased immediate overnight demand <laughs> has now <laughs> relegated us to we have we can only sell guns by appointment. Everybody wants a gun. Yeah, they do now. And you can take those 10-round mags and, uh, well, I'd hold on to them because those are probably going to come yeah, back yeah. being mandatory oh, yeah. real quick. All, all it's going to take is one fucked, you know, one person. And this one is what I'm really- shooting. This is what I'm really- well, by a white person, because yeah. we've already had uh -huh. multiple mass shootings by black people, and that doesn't seem to make the list. But all it takes is one fuck up by a white Trump supporter and just watch. Watch the coverage of one incident on that side compared to the thousands that we've seen on the other, and they'll work to shut everything down. And I think that's a big reason why and a lot of these Democrat-led cities that they're allowing this to happen is because they, they too, they're in lockstep. They want that visceral reaction back. That's why when Trump sent feds in to protect federal uh, employees and federal property, they were like, look at this. He's doing this to strike up his base and like they were and they were wishing for it they're they're doing this to get his rally you know his base all riled up and he's doing this to get commercial footage it's like i'm sorry but were the prior five months not enough to get enough footage oh and by the way that whole thing has now since stopped and been over for a few weeks that hasn't stopped the violence hasn't stopped the demonstrations and ripping people out of their trucks hasn't fucking stopped lighting buildings on fire still happening so all of that Please, if if that was what you were espousing a few weeks ago, you have to now go, oh, that was bullshit. That was the media trying to antagonize and create that next big story. But but the media is not letting people know that this shit is going on for 80-something days. That's the thing. The common person. I mean, like, I've talked to friends of mine. I've talked to friends about them. I'm like, dude, see what happened in Portland, you know? And they're, and they're like, Portland? what What's going on there? Like, dude, mm -hmm. fucking because every night, they're every not night, covering something's it. happening. Look at how, why they're not cover or this, I'm going to put a reason on why they're not covering it. Cause we're getting closer to the election. Yes. Yeah. It, the more they cover it, the, the, the more they know that's going to hurt Biden and they can't have that either. Cause you know, we're all going to die unless, you know, Biden's president, but so they're not covering it for that reason. But they sure as fuck know that if a person is crazy enough to go off the fucking handle and go mow down a bunch of people, oh, yeah. they're fucking aware. Oh, they're on that. All I'm saying is just whenever they get a chance, they will jab it to try to uh, ignite that. And if it does happen, and it's only going to take one time, watch how they just fucking all go in together on how this is the worst thing that's ever. This is Trump's America. Trump, Donald Trump called this person and told him to go down there with his high capacity magazines. You hear me, California? And it's just going to be a total fucking mockery. So I don't know. It's all stupid. It's all interesting. But in all honesty, if, okay, so they're basically setting it up now with the election coming up. No matter what, there's going to be unrest. If Trump wins, mm -hmm. it's going to be massive. It's going to be exactly what we've been seeing, except probably out, you know, on a Portland level in all the major cities, yes, all of them, all at once, yes. it's going to be, it's just like we didn't want to overwhelm the hospital system. 
the the civility system is going to get overrun with this shit. And uh, and if Biden wins. Trump is going to go on a six-month rampage of it was an illegitimate election, blah, 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 blah. Now, I don't know what his followers, his tried-and-true, hardened, MAGA-hat-owning, flag-waving followers are going to do. I, I, part of me does not think that they will take to the streets and have their demonstrations and all that shit. But if they do, you know, whatever... Let's just say that there's an uprising from the right. That shit is fucking terrifying. Yeah, I know. I think it will happen. Well, because it's not going to be demonstrations. Uh, Look, there has already there has already been an increase, at least, of right wing showing up. Now, I mean, they're not causing a lot of shit yet, but you are seeing them a lot more present. So that should kind of indicate if. You know, yeah. I mean, going from zero occurrences to three, you could easily go. That's a three hundred percent increase in the far right uprising. I, I no, I'm, say, I'm not saying. I, I hear what you're saying. I, I would yeah. say to I, I every mayor, mayor of every major city in the country, election night, you need to have the national guard ready to go. No, I think they will be. You need to. You need mm-hmm. to have them in a fucking parking lot staged in parking lots or somewhere ready to go because it doesn't matter which way this shit goes shit's gonna pop off yeah it's gonna happen i remember growing up no matter which way even to this day you know new year's eve night my parents would always be like don't be on the roads get your at wherever you're going i would prefer you'd be home but wherever you're going fucking get there and stay there because it's dangerous on the roads on new year's eve and they're not wrong for all the obvious reasons junk driving and all that uber has helped but the point was clear. I don't see any difference between that message for New Year's Eve and the same message being put out for election night. Call them in. Call them in. I'd say call them in on that weekend and that and get them all staged. And because uh, the election's on Tuesday, so no, I very much see martial law in our future. Very much so. Yeah, that'll be that'll happen. I, mm-hmm. I see that. I do. I see that. Yeah. I see that happening. Uh, I don't know for how long, you know, uh, but I do see it happening. And I don't know what they're going to do about Chicago, man. I mean, Chicago is just, it's a mess. Chicago's one of those cities that if it really pops off there, it's going to get out of control quick. And I think we're teetering. Yeah, I really yeah. do. I mean, especially after the the, the uprising, what two weeks ago, right. or the, the most recent events of right. looting, where it was the most retarded reason to loot. Right. Um, if you don't know, they were choosing the story about a twenty-year-old black male who was shot and killed by the police. Now, it was a few days before he died, but they didn't wait that long. They right. got on it night one. But what they failed, or at least didn't give a fuck about, was that he had a gun on him, and he pointed it and shot it at cops. Right. And surprise, surprise, you stupid they fucks. They shot back. <laughs> if you don't know by now, if you point a weapon at a cop, the likelihood of you getting shot by said cop or cops just went through the fucking roof. Yes. It's yeah. almost a guarantee. Yes. If you even lift your gun like you're going to shoot at a cop, 
there's a pretty much a hundred percent chance you're going to catch a bullet somewhere, and totally warranted, might yes. I say. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's but a, in, in a lot of people's eyes now, it's, no, it's not. Nope. There was yeah. any form of aggression from a police officer to a citizen, and that is scary. Time to strike it off. That if is, that's all it takes now, like that, what pussies have we become? That is fucked up, right there. I mean, if it, if you know. Now there, we like, as an Americans, I would like never I said, join in any of this. Yeah, dumb yeah, bullshit. and like I said, man, there are legitimate, um, legitimate cases, you know, to be really pissed off at the police about shit like that. They are, there are, yeah, there mm-hmm. are yeah, legitimate sure. cases. Yeah. I got one and, cop and, in in particular. Uh, it's not they they focus in on when a cop kills somebody because it's sensational. Right, I've said right. this before. Right. But the number of times that happens per year is so small you can't justify all this fucking terrorism shit that you're doing because of nine people a year and you know 15 before that. So that's going down at right. a pretty good We're getting better at this yet you want to burn shit down fuck out of here. Right. Your real gripe is once you're in the legal system different prosecutors different members of justice withholding your constitutional right to a fair trial yes your real issue and and trust me i understand when they say they have a gripe with the legal system i get that your gripe with the cops it's getting better and it definitely doesn't justify this level of fucking right outrage you're you're you've fucked up your whole picture of shit that you could actually get people to care about the the real person or the example, if I can break it down to one person, uh, that all these protesters would have a the world's biggest problem with is the current vice presidential nominee on the Democratic side. You would think, but no, no, because why connect dots? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I I think a lot of people will. I think a lot of people will connect dots. I mean, I've <laughs> I, I, I've I've seen it. I've seen I've seen both sides. Um, argument for her and uh, the, it just don't stand up i no. mean nothing this, stands up this in whole her thing favor. this whole thing is so dumb it can only lead me to believe that the democrats honestly want trump to be reelected. so if you're on the left if you typically vote democrat you should hate your own fucking party because they're going to get the guy that you hate more than anything re-fucking elected now it's time for you to hold your side accountable Oh, I've I've totally lost faith in uh you know my in what I used to claim was my side. I am getting pushed deeper and deeper into the center where it's like you are both fucking insane. I don't claim either one of you. So, I mean, this is where they've left us. It used to be, you know, extremes fighting each other so we could meet in the middle. At this point, it's just getting more and more extreme, and no one is even trying to meet in the middle. Yeah, no, and the middle is getting pretty fucking over it. Yeah, and that's yeah. and that's what this this California dad was talking about was basically just like you're you're leaving the majority of the country right off of the conversation right. block, mm-hmm. and, and it's that, about and that's me, that's and it's that's about me to hit a fucking head. Yeah, and this this whole just you know monolith of well, this is my side, so I have to. I hated Kamala six weeks ago, but uh, Kamala's my. They're just fucking robots. Well, tell me what I'm. Okay, that's what I think now. You know, oh, burn that down. Okay, yeah, the rights know better, man. Uh, they're they're not. 
I mean, it, you know, they the, are the, in the sense that they're not the ones out burning shit. No, down. no, at the at hey. the moment, no, they're not. <laughs> but I mean, they the shit that they espouse and the shit that they do. That they're, they're both sides. Both sides are shit. They're yeah. shit. Yeah. And this country is not represented in a quality fucking way that this country deserves. And 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 all of them. I'll still say it. If I, I hope this reaches the ears of maximum amount of voters, vote for the other guy. If if you see incumbent on any ticket, vote against that. Vote just, against that. I would just say mm-hmm. vote just, for the new guy. Just do it twice. Just do it twice. That's all you got to do. Twice in your lifetime, and you have changed the system. You have completely changed it. Do it for your senator and your congressman, and do it for your fucking president. If I, and that's all it would take is one fucking time for each one of those. If I could be honest, uh, I'll go ahead and have a moment of honesty with you fine listeners. I'm rooting for the middle uprising. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing. It's In all honesty... The two sides aren't going to come together. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not. I, I they're not. If, if there was any sign of that, it was this past week. Right. The DNC could have come out and said, all this bullshit needs to stop. Right. Yeah. A unified message saying we are together on ending this. Right. Now, you can politicize it and say they're valid in what they're doing, so we're going to fight alongside of you. And if the right just cave, and the right was caving saying yeah let's work together as long as they keep going in opposite directions they're going to leave a broader gap for more people in it and until that segment doesn't rise the fuck up and have their voice heard this is what we get this is and what i said in the beginning this is what we deserve Mm -hmm. i i'd agree with that i think that we are forcing the hand of the government at this point to uh become less democratic we're not i i think we're pushing ourselves away from a democratic republic very much so yeah the government and here's the thing fuck trump and biden you know why because they represent they were they represent the state yes they, they represent, represent the, the, they represent what is oppressing everyone they represent both of them equally yes the 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 only monopoly of force and violence in this country. So to choose either one of them is still choosing that, that very thing that you claim to be against. And on the right, that very thing that you think is upholding your rights. They're fucking not. And never forget that they are spending your money. Hmm. Never forget that. Everybody needs to, everybody needs to remember that. These guys are spending my money yeah. on shit. Your taxes go to both sides. Yes, yes, on shit that that you don't agree with. Now, some of that's okay. It's okay. That's what meeting in the middle is all about. But Einstein couldn't take all the money in from the United States and say, well, we got this much money. We need to spend it on this. So it's all expenditures well, it's all it's it's also the whole argument against the whole bernie sanders thing where it's like you could take every penny of the top 10 percent right and it wouldn't run the government for a week right so you're you're immediately starting off with a fallacy that the government needs more money right. no right no, no the, government the government needs less spending yes and the best and less spending also equals 
reduction in size. Yeah, and, and the government has to get smaller for it to be able to operate in any level of efficiency. And the government needs to be represented by people that have to manage their fucking money just like just like you manage money to live yeah. in your house. Yeah, you the government needs to manage the money taken in from the people. Yeah. You can't in spend anything that you don't have. Way. But instead, they just print it. Anyway, yes. that's, that's a that, whole other yeah, fucking thing. I know. Well, well, uh, you know, sorry for the speaking, rant there. But speaking of the shit. rants, hey, we warned you in the beginning. Yeah, don't don't say we didn't do. They're that. coming. But anyway, Arona, I, yeah. I, I know you wanted to get in there uh, for a minute. You had something you wanted to say. Is it still pertinent? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Sorry, man. Hey, I, I would actually say at this point, I, I think we've ranted our piece at this point because the, the yeah, well, to, we've fit a lot in there. We got to end with this. This is news. Oh, the sports, indeed. It's our weekly sports update. (laughs) It's football season. And that's the only season we really give a shit about. So, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. It's the only season that gives me a reason. Yep. Now, we're going to update you every week because at this point, there's new shit coming out every week. Uh, And whatever we're going to mention on next week's episode, I don't know because it hasn't happened yet. Sure. But I'm sure something's going to There's going to be football news. Last week, I think we left you with. All right. Two conference, and obviously we're going to start off with college football because let's be honest, that's the only football that really matters. I mean, come on, is that really even an argument? So, two conferences pulled out, two major ones, three are remaining. You got, we're still there. Not that has not changed. ACC, SEC, Big Twelve, still in it, still ready to rock. The conferences that pulled out, they're a little upset now, or at least the players are now very vocally upset. They're pissed. Well, I'm sure they are. They're ready to get the hell out of Dodge. They should be. Um, I did see where the NCAA came out and has granted an additional year of eligibility for wow. players. Wow. Now, I need. I just saw it today. That's so, interesting. Again, there'll be a follow-up on this next week. Yes, definitely. Because I need, I need to do a further deep dive if that just affects the conferences that have opted out. Because if so, that's pretty fucked up. Because what, what is that going to do to your roster size? Because right. you're still going to take in new recruits. Yep, yep. But now you're holding on to guys. So are you trying to build super teams? That's just, hey, man, fuck that. I mean, we'll still kick the shit out of you, you northern fucks. But anyway, um, it's just, it's odd. It's something that I need to dig in more. How is that actually going to break out? How do you give this player or this class of, it? what I think it is, it's because they know they're not going to have spring football. It's because they know that they're not going to give them an opportunity to use that eligibility that they have to give them another year. Right. To me, that's all that I'm seeing. That's the only thing that uh, I can gather from that. So anyway, that's a little bit of news. The only news that really I give a fuck about, because we were talking about what actually affects me, um, that is last week we had a little debate as to whether or not we thought that they would allow fans in the stands, whether they wouldn't, what it would look like if they did or didn't. Uh, we we did make a case for the easiest call, and that is to just across the board not have any fans. Well, some schools in the SEC actually did come out this week and state their position on it. And believe it or not, there's going to be fans in the stands. Holy shit. Now, it's not going to be, you know, gates open, fill the house to the brim. 
But for example, UGA came out uh, earlier this week, I believe on Monday, and said that they are allowing 20 to 25% stadium capacity for their home games. Damn, that's 20,000 people. Now, that does equate that their, their stadium capacity is uh, a little north of 92,000. So soft math says that's anywhere between eighteen and 23,000 fans in the stands. Boxes are a different thing. Um, how are they going to... How are they going to honor that? Because you have more than 23,000 donors and shit like that that have season tickets. Right. So they still have to figure that out. You know, your tickets will be honored for this game, but not that game or, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, third party, you know, stub hubs and all the like there. They can't really do much there. If somebody wants to sell their ticket there, they're it is what it is. I like, would imagine there's going to be kind of a lottery situation, and then those who do not uh, end up being eligible for this season will get a cut on their, um, you know, season tickets ne- next season. I would see that as a possible way of doing that. To my understanding, as of now, August 21st, Friday, August 21st, I haven't heard anything come out regarding students tickets and student access but the, this is more just a public statement to the fan base that it's not going to be totally off limits but you just took a hundred dollar price tag on a ticket and it's now 500 oh easily i mean you just immediately cut Easy. probably sure. more than that uh, yeah, and oh i'm talking even for like a shit like a georgia vandy yeah, yeah. <laughs> where you could Get in I there. Eleven hundred dollar ticket, man. On the fifty yard line. It's like you want to be one of the only people that went into an actual football stadium this year, boy. It's twenty twenty. It says twenty twenty right there on it. In fact, that's the price. It's two thousand twenty bucks. Pay up. So, it's <laughs> it's fun that you know they're allowing. I don't know if that's going to be a big enough crowd to where it doesn't sound like a total Pop Warner game. I don't know. It'll. But there's gonna they're allowing people in now. They did come out, and and they did say that masks would be required upon entering into the facility. Just like a restaurant. Until you get to your Your seat, seat. then you can take it off. Also, once you're inside the facility, you can go without a mask if you're able to maintain six feet distance. Now, I don't know how many security guards are going to have to have at these football games to keep... What's a beer line going to look like? Well... Delicious is what it's going to look like. <laughs> but, you know, for the people, how, how are you going to keep people up in the upper deck when the whole lower bowl has plenty of room? You know, I, so there's still some kinks to work out and some details. Uh, I'm sure they already have it figured out. They just haven't gotten that down in the weeds on the details. But the breaking news for this week is, holy shit, they're going to allow fans in the stadiums for games. Now, traditionally, like, for example, Georgia goes to play Arkansas to open up the season. Traditionally, Georgia would have an allotment of tickets that right. they could sell to their fans through UGA for the Arkansas game. Right. All that's cut off this year. You can no longer get tickets to road games through your school. You, The only way that you'd be able to get them, they're not saying you can't go to the game. They're not saying they're checking your ID. and you check, got to go to the not, other state. And yeah, go. show me your papers. Are you yeah. really an Arkansas Razorback fan? Prove it. Uh, no one's able to do that. Yeah, anyway. Have to go to Arkansas to get a ticket. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get it off StubHub, something like that. Yeah. And make the drive and set up lodging if they're still open. Uh, if they came out and said no fans 
all games, all buildings, no excuses, you know, then it's a simple, it's a simple thing to, to deal with. No one's going anywhere, but they're, they're opening, they're just cracking open the door. So, uh, I think there will probably be some friction here with this. It could be interesting. Now, one thing that UGA did come out with, and I'm pretty sure whatever whatever news that's coming out of Athens is probably lockstep with every bit of news that's coming out of Starkville and Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa and yep. Auburn and Knoxville. I'm sure they're all basically saying the same things. From what I understand, Alabama and Tennessee also have the same 20 to 25 percent, uh, you know, allotment for tickets that they're going to be releasing. But Georgia did come out and say. There will be no tailgating. Speaking of Tuscaloosa, I saw a uh, I saw a picture of Robert Plant shopping at Piggly Wiggly in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Was he uh, wearing his extra tight pants? No, <laughs> no. He was just in there buying food, and uh, and someone asked him what he was going to do with the food, and he said, "What do you think I'm going to do? Stick it up your arse?" I'm going to eat it. After I stick it up your ass. Yeah. Because I'm a rocker. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that happened. That, 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 that popped up on my phone today. I was like, wow, Robert Plant's in Tuscaloosa. You know? Is, so like, this is like a current story? Yeah, like, yeah. He was there yeah. like recently? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I immediately pictured yeah. it as like 1972. No, it's like in a Piggly Wiggly, man. They got pictures of him. He's on our hey, even the rich and famous are getting the fuck out of cities yeah. and moving yeah. into rural areas. But, uh, but yeah, Shit's Tuscaloosa. The fucking singer for Zeppelin in Tuscaloosa. That's a trip. Well, I would love to see a picture of Robert Plant uh, tailgating for a football game because yeah. be, he would be breaking some SEC yeah. rules, apparently. Yeah. Uh, now, you can tailgate in areas uh, that aren't school-owned and operated. You know, you can tailgate. They, <laughs> their suggestions are, you can. we can't control what happens in your home, <laughs> but uh, on-campus tailgating will not be occurring. Right. I'm like, man, they're, they're, you're going to have to hire a lot more cops yeah. and a lot more security yeah. inside that stadium. And because- Uber and, uh, dude, Lyft, the they're gonna be fucking slammed. Well, I, bet, I hope they have slammed. a puke mat yeah. laid down. <laughs> yeah. In the age of Twitter, though, you know that the the students are gonna come up with a designated area off campus and say, "Well, if you're not gonna let us do it on campus, we're gonna find our own place oh, to yeah. have a mass gathering." I'm telling you right now, apartment complexes around college towns are gonna be pretty fucking lit on Saturdays oh, yeah. this coming yeah. fall. Yeah. Like, holy shit, block parties, yeah, are gonna be. Just, oh, I might have to go. Well, no, I'm old. Uh, that's creepy. <laughs> yeah. I just and like you, tailgates. And you'll get a good dose of the COVID flu. Yeah. You'll be, uh, you'll have the flu and COVID and you'll, and you'll just be like, fuck. But then I'll be like, both. ah, but it's football season. Football season might be the cure to COVID. There, I said it. <laughs> Check me in December. Let's see. Let's see those numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. So that's the weekly football update. Uh, in other news, in the NFL, they also started uh, kind of, I guess, con- mild contact. They they have started pr- uh, practice with helmets and, in some cases, uh, some pads. And on the first day, there was just a whole laundry list of people with injuries. Year yeah. long, season ending in, injuries. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hell, the Dallas Cowboys cut, uh, I think it was Gerald McCoy, their top big signee that they signed over from Tampa Bay. He pulled a quad. They immediately got him. And that's just the way that it is 
this year. If you're injured and you're going to miss any bit of time, they got to get somebody in there immediately because the amount of player rotation that they're that the amount of players that they have to get up to speed with the full playbook that typically they wouldn't spend that much time on is paramount this year. Because if you have somebody down from the vid, you know that could that could be weeks. I think on uh, the latest episode of Hard Knocks, they had a uh, assistant coach test positive, uh, false positive. Yeah, he didn't have it. The test came up positive, so he's not a player, but he still had to be out. Uh, initially, it was going to be ten days, and the, the season hasn't even started. It was uh, who Rex Ryan's kid or Seth Ryan or Sean Ryan or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. it's that quarantine, man. That's what's going to fuck everything up. Yeah. So not only are you missing games, you're missing practice. You're missing team meeting. Well, I guess you can. You're locked in. I guess you can have Zoom meetings, but it's it's a big deal. Yeah. And so as soon as you have somebody go down, and we're not even talking about injuries, just the virus, you're going to have to have somebody else immediately come and plug and play, and um. That's just going to open when it you're, up. When you're a prof- when you're a professional athlete and you get on a rhythm, you know, like I mean, these dudes, you know, they played through high school, they played little league, they played in college, didn't miss a beat, went into the NFL, and you lock them down, uh, like I mean, shit, it's 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 like this year is going to ripple for so long. I mean, it's going to be a in the NFL, in college, in every every sport that there is, really, the ripple from this is going to last for years. Although years. we're going to be watching the fallout from 2020 for 10 years, I would it, it, I would it, assume it's going to be crazy. Yeah. yeah, if you hated if you hated this year, I got bad news for you. We're going to have to be revisiting this year for uh, many years to come. Yeah, but the only yeah. the only prognostication I can make uh, for something that is much more uh, in front of us is the uh, the SEC actually did release their schedules as far as what order they're going to be played and on what dates and all this stuff and right. they've they moved some traditional games around this year and traditionally Georgia plays Florida down in Jacksonville on Halloween weekend right this year they gave uh they gave Halloween to Georgia as a buy Georgia and Florida have Halloween as a buy and. Halloween's on a Saturday. So traditionally, they would have been playing on Halloween, which would have kept them, got them off campus, out of the two college towns, and bubbled in Jacksonville. Now you're going to have them without any game in college towns, being 18 to 20 whatever years old. The Georgia-Florida game is going to be hot dog shit this year. Half, <laughs> half of both teams are going to be out because all of them, well... I'm I'm gonna say about ten to fifteen percent of them, conservatively, are probably gonna get the fucking the coof, and then another ten percent are gonna get the clap. It's just a guarantee. <laughs> I'm 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 saying it right now. A quarter of both of those teams won't take the field. <laughs> it's there's a reason why we kept that shit on Halloween. We right. keep them out of trouble. So anyway, again, follow along with us, friends, and uh, check my numbers. I put it out there. Halloween is going to be a very bad weekend for the Georgia and Florida football program. But it will, you know, cap off a wonderful year. Wonderful year we've had. And not only that, we got Laura and 14 coming up in the Gulf of Mexico there. Two storms uh, going to do a little duel down in the Gulf. If uh, 
first time in history. If if they both make hurricane strength and they're both in the Gulf of Mexico at the same time, first time ever. Jesus. And and that's what I'm looking for from this year. <laughs> you know? That's all that's that's what I'm looking for. The first first time ever for, you know. So yeah. My hurricane prediction still stands. Hey, hurricanes! Uh, I think just, we need a hurricane, Doug. At this point, I, but hur- hur- hurricanes. If you if you're listening to Doug and you go, hey, let's take a little journey up the Mississippi and yeah. check out what. Just stay away from our football stadiums. <laughs> they would have hit by the time we uh, release this. By the time we talk next week, uh. yes. Um, so, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, look out off. I'd say from Alabama to Louisiana and Texas. Right in that, right in that area. Look out, because it's coming. Next week, we'll have to definitely get an updated tally of where everything stands. Well, um, towards your prediction, my pred- uh, my prediction for the twenty three named storms, uh, we're up to, like I said, this is Laura, and I believe fourteen will be Marco. I believe fourteen will. Hold up. I will. I believe fourteen will come up, and that'll be Marco. So we're halfway through the alphabet <laughs> yeah already so uh, still got a week of august yeah, yeah yeah and uh and it just started you know it just started into june so yeah yeah it's gonna be interesting um that's what i'm saying september man september october baby october for catastrophe catastrophic storms uh. that's october that's always october Oh, yeah, man. It's, uh, well, you, on that bright note, yeah, yeah. You, you come here for the uppers. <laughs> nah, I'm and sorry. all we got are downers. Sorry, people. <laughs> Here's one upper. We're almost a month away from actual football. And yes. That's all I give up. And that's all that matters. Amen. God bless the SEC <laughs> and no other conference. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that, fuckers. That'll, that'll do it. That'll do it for Till this next uh, week. That'll wrap it on up. Stay the and, uh, fuck out of the road. Don't yeah. protest. And remember, everybody love each other and please.